With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. He's a well-respected high school football scout. Known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith They bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening to The Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. I'm in the building. You know it's Intercom, Maslin and Wilshire in the Miracle Mile. Excited, excited about today's show. Excited about this week of high school football. Of course, we're going to be recapping last week. We got a sleeper of the week. Uh, We're going to be recapping the top performers from this last week, some of the top games across the Southland. We're going to talk a little college football, recapping some of those games, and also got some uh, some hot takes that I want to share with you all today. But as always on this show, we always lead off of our Sleeper of the Week. It's time for our Sit and Sleep Sleeper of the Week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, our Sleeper of the Week this week comes from here in Southern California, um, a kid I've known about for quite a while. Got a chance to see him play um, in a scrimmage earlier this year against St. John Bosco. Um, just lit it up this past week. Four touchdown catches. Talking about none other than Paramount athlete Anthony Williams out of Paramount High School. 5'11", 175 pounds, uh, with good speed, not great speed. I think uh, he's, a, he's a good route runner. He understands how to run routes, how to create separation, how to back defensive backs off with his takeoff. Um, really love his ability to catch the football. He's got terrific hands. But what's most impressive about Anthony is his his go-getter attitude, his ball skills in the air, his body control, his ability to contort himself but still keep concentration, track the football, and win in the 50-50 game. On defensive side of the ball, I really like him as a cornerback as well. Uh, needs to definitely redefine or refine his technique. Uh, sometimes he allows people to get up on him way too close and get past him on vertical routes. But I love his ability with his makeup speed, again, his ball skills, finding a football, getting his hands on balls. Had three or four PBUs this past week's game. Anthony Williams, an athlete out of Paramount High School with the ability to run, make plays on the football and his aggressive style of tackling and just getting to the ball 
Really like him as an FBS prospect. Could be a Mountain West guy um, as he continues to produce and be accountable for his ball club. But Anthony Williams, Paramount High School, 5'11", 175, college coaches. I know you're listening. He's this week's Transparent Truth, Sleeper of the Week. It's time to move along. All right, now it's time to get to our top performers of the week. Top performers from this past week. A lot of big-time players out there. I know a lot of guys had great games, but here are some games who stood out for me. Uh, let's take it right back to Paramount. Quarterback Kingston Hala, 333 yards and five touchdowns. The big quarterback, tossing the peel all over the yard. He threw four to Anthony Williams, our sleeper of the week. He had eight catches, 13, excuse me, eight catches, 135 yards, and four touchdowns for our sleeper of the week. Great job, Anthony Williams. How about LaHaber quarterback Ryan Zanelli? Again, lighting up the scoreboard. Five touchdown passes for the silky smooth lefty. We'll go to Lone Beach Wilson quarterback Ryan Petaway, 11 for 17, 240 yards and five touchdowns throwing. One touchdown rushing for six total for the quarterback out of Lone Beach Wilson. He also had a receiver who had a big time game. Michael Bruner, five catches, 136 and three touchdowns. Great job, Lone Beach Wilson. I want to take it to survive very quickly. Sophomore quarterback Noah Fafita, 23 of 36, 270 yards, four touchdowns passing, and one rushing for five total touchdowns for the super sophomore out of Servite Nanaheim. Great job, young Noah Fafita. And we got a couple big timers who had some really good games. Quarterback Bryce Young, who's a weekly top performer, four touchdown passes for the modern day Monarchs. And how about DJ Uwe Analelei, St. John Bosco? Three touchdown passes. So congratulations to our top performers of the week. Great job, Kingston Holla, Anthony Williams, Ryan Zanelli, Ryan Petaway, Michael Bruner, Noah Fafita, Bryce Young, and the DJ Uwe Analelei. Top performers here on The Transparent Truth. All right, it's time to get to our high school game recaps. High school game recaps, um, doing a great job here, getting around. I'm, you know, I get around to as many games as I can. I either see them on tape, I see them on TV, or I try to get to them in person. Got a chance to go support a close friend of mine, old friend of mine, college roommate of mine, head football coach at Muir High School in Pasadena. Zaire Calvin, the Mere Mustangs. They take a 40 to 14 win over Arcadia. Cornerback John Humphreys with an interception. Also, Jameer Johnson with an interception. Two big time cornerbacks that they got there in Pasadena. All about Kalen Bullock with a big time touchdown catch up the left sidelines. And Muir runs over Arcadia 40 to 14. Great job, Coach Zaire Calvin. Very proud of you. And the Mere Mustangs. Boy, they got some athletes up over there and they got a. You know, they have um, some menaces up front on that defensive line. A bunch of little Zaire Calvins getting after people. So great job by the Mustangs. Let's move along. Palace Verdes, they're 34-7 winner over Redondo. Quarterback Jake Jellison, two touchdowns passing, one touchdown running. And it was a big matchup there. But Palace Verdes runs away with it like I thought they would. 34-7 over Redondo. Taking to the San Gabriel Valley. Paramount 45. Warren 20. Quarterback Kingston Hollow. We talked about it earlier. 333 yards. Five touchdowns. Wide receiver Anthony Williams. My sleeper of the week. Four touchdowns receiving. Warren quarterback Dylan Guerra. Played hard. Was very productive. But did not lead his team to the victory. Nevertheless, Dylan 
with 32 of 52, 362 yards and two touchdowns for Warren. But Paramount gets the big W and they are in the driver's seat for the league title. Let's take it to modern day. 45, Santa Margarita, zero. Quarterback Bryce Young, four touchdown passes. Cody Epps, two touchdown passes. Modern day runs over Santa Margarita. And then St. John Bosco, a 63-6 winner over Orange Lutheran. DJ Uyadalele, three touchdown passes. One to Logan Loya, one to Bo Collins, one to Chris Hudson. Maybe, just maybe, the top receiving core in the country and Bosco, Steamrose, Orange Lutheran. And that pretty much does it for our game recaps of the games that we or, or I projected or, or, or even got a chance to predict last week. So that pretty much does it for our high school game recaps. It's time to move along to our college game recaps. How about Oregon, 35-31 winner over Washington. That was a good game. Ohio State, a 52-3 winner over Northwestern. Alabama. 35, Tennessee 13, LSU 36, Mississippi uh, Mississippi State, not Ole Miss, Mississippi State 13, 36-13 winner LSU was, Clemson 45, Louisville 10, Illinois 24, Wisconsin 23 in a big upset, Penn State 28, Michigan 21, and Utah here in the Pac-12 21, Arizona State 3. Let's talk a little bit about that real quick. Um, saw the Oregon-Washington game, great game. Rivals, Pacific Northwest rivals, great game, very competitive. Two quarterbacks that are both, um, I think, overrated. But both guys made some good throws, um, made some poor decisions as well. But Oregon gets the W. I thought um, Oregon's defense came in only allowing one touchdown the last four games. But Washington, they put up points, especially at home. They've got weapons on the outside. Puka Nakua with a touchdown reception. The freshman wide receiver from Orem, Utah. and um, But Oregon, they get it done late in this game. They really show the toughness, the discipline, and the grit down the stretch to pound the football, be very physical. And uh, the Oregon Ducks get it done on the road in Seattle, Washington, 35-31. So congratulations to them. Coach Cristobal doing a great job there. Ohio State, they run over Northwestern. I think that was a Thursday game. Um, It wasn't even close. Ohio State is, you know, they're very, very talented. Urban Meyer had done a great job recruiting for the Buckeyes. Now Coach Day doing a great job leading the Buckeyes. Justin Fields having a field day running and throwing the ball in that loaded Ohio State offense. And then the defense, of course, led by maybe number one overall pick this coming spring, Chase Young. The six foot five, two hundred sixty five pound defensive end, who's been virtually unstoppable. They run over Northwestern, fifty two to three. Alabama got a chance to see this game. Alabama thirty five, Tennessee thirteen. It was closer than that though. Tennessee had a chance. They got the ball. They're down two touchdowns. They have the ball at the Alabama one yard line. Tennessee backup quarterback. Um, calls his own number. Coach calls a a, a power. To the left, to the tailback. But the quarterback from Tennessee, he took it upon himself just to run a quarterback sneak. Well, on a power, they got the G pulling, they got the guard pulling, so it just left a hole open for the defender to run through and hit the quarterback in the mouth. He fumbles the ball, Alabama picks it up and runs 100 yards for a touchdown. Then the game was kind of put away. So Tennessee put up a valiant fight. Alabama, they come out of there nicked up. Big 
offensive guard. Uh, Neal got hurt. Evan Neal got hurt. Even though he bounced back and came back into the game. How about quarterback Tua Tagovailoa? Gets injured. Sprains an ankle. They got LSU in two weeks. Alabama didn't look good with their second group offensive quarterback in the game. Mac Jones. They go, they go against LSU with Mac Jones, the quarterback. They're going to take an L. They get the W, 35-13 over Tennessee. But just do not like the way Alabama looks. I do not see a dominant Alabama team who's going to run the table. I don't see it. Let's move along. LSU 36, Mississippi State 13. I do love the way LSU looks. Those are my Tigers. Go Tigers! Quarterback Joe Burrow breaks the... LSU single-season touchdown passing record in only seven games. And uh, the Tigers get it done on the road in Starkville. Hold Mississippi State to 13 points. LSU's defense is getting better and better every week. Defensive line's got to get consistent pressure. Cornerback Derek Stanley, how does he not make the the semifinals of the, of the Thorpe Award? How does that happen? He's been the best defensive back in the country. But he doesn't make the semifinals for the Thorpe Award? Okay, I'm done with these awards. Okay? How about that? I'm just done with them. They don't mean... They, they, obviously, it's biased or it's slanted. I don't even know how Derek Stingley doesn't not just make the semifinals, but doesn't win the award. He's been the best cornerback in the country. Bar none. Uh, let's move along. Clemson 45, Louisville 10. I've been saying it for a while. Clemson is not the team they were last year. They are not a dominant football team. They get the 35-point win, but Trevor Lawrence throwing multiple interceptions again, forcing the ball down the field, bad decision-making, bad throws. He throws a Hail Mary at the end of the half, and luckily it gets caught for a touchdown, or that could have been another interception. Nevertheless, the Tigers, they get the W over Louisville 45-10. Illinois, big upset win at home. Wisconsin was up 23 to 10 late in the fourth quarter or 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 23 14 I believe or something like that Illinois comes back and they get a 24 23 last second field goal to beat Wisconsin and Wisconsin in a trap game they lose as they have Ohio State this coming week but wow Illinois and Lovey Smith get a huge win huge Hopefully that can prepare their program to more wins and better recruiting and a better product on the field. Wisconsin got to be deflated. But they got to pick it up. They got the Buckeyes this week, and they got to get going. Penn State 28, Michigan 21. Very good game. Penn State got out to an early lead. K.J. Hamler went deep for a touchdown. Penn State was running and throwing. They were up 21-0. Michigan came back and you know, made it a great game. Michigan had a chance to tie the game up on a touchdown pass, but it was dropped by receiver Bell in the end zone. You know, crushing for Michigan fans. I know it was, you know, I can understand how Bell may feel. I know people are getting after him on social media, talking about he should quit playing football. Listen, the guy dropped a pass, okay? Please don't act as if you've never dropped a pass or you've never dropped a bowl of oatmeal in your house. People need to stop. He's a he's a young football player. Guy didn't make a play. It happens. 28-21, Penn State, they get the dub. What a great environment, though. That whiteout was awesome. 107,000 people in all white screaming and yelling, waving all types of things in the stands. And James Franklin, 
doing a great job there at Penn State. They get the W over the Wolverines and Jim Harbaugh, man, you got to get off the mat. You got to get something done up there in Ann Arbor. Let's bring it back here to the Pac-12. The lonely game that I thought was semi-interesting was Utah-ASU. Utah, they smack ASU 21-3. Absolutely shut down Jaden Daniels and company. Utah Utes defense proven to be stout versus the Sun Devils. And the Pac-12 South is, I mean, what, what is that going to look like? You, you know, USC is, I guess they're right there in the thick of it. Utah's right there in the thick of it. Is UCLA in the thick of it? I think they got one Pac-12 loss. It, it, the Pac-12 South is a mess. It's a mess. ASU, um, I don't. I think they're out of it pretty much. They got two losses, I think, in, in conference. Pac-12 South is a mess. The Pac-12 itself is a mess. At least the Pac-12, now at least Oregon is taking control. The only team I'm really proud of. So that's our college game recap. That's, that's my college game recaps, man. Look out for LSU in two weeks. They got Bama. Tua better get healthy. I don't know if if it, I don't even know if it matters if he does or doesn't. I think LSU gets the W. Interesting. Wisconsin can they bounce back against Ohio State this week? A lot to be said there. Um, Pac-12 South. It's up for grabs. We'll see how that goes. So uh, let's move along. We get to my hot takes. My hot takes really quickly. Um, is Trevor Lawrence overrated? Why can't Dak Prescott get paid? All of a sudden, there's a debate on who the top quarterback in high school football is in the 2020 class. What do you know? And then in college football, who's going to win the buckets? Micah Parsons or Kenneth Murray? Micah Parsons of Penn State, Kenneth Murray of um, Oklahoma. So let's get to Trevor Lawrence. Here's my hot take. Is Trevor Lawrence overrated? People went on record and said this was the best prospect as far as a quarterback over the last 10 years, last decade. He wins a national championship with Clemson against Bama last year where he played good. He wasn't great. He wasn't average. He played good. But for people to go off and say that this guy was going to be the greatest thing since Peyton Manning, they need to stop it. This kid is not that. And I'm not here to bash him, but I'm here to set the record straight. Trevor Lawrence is overrated. He's not even the best quarterback in the state. I may take Ryan Halinski over Trevor Lawrence. Right now, Ryan Halinski is playing better football right now. He's overrated. And they've, they've pumped this kid up and they've crowned him. He's got his flowing hair and his blonde look and all this and all that. In the media, they need somebody to gush over. Well, guess what? He's leading the conference in interceptions, throwing interceptions. And his decision-making has been poor. If he was not surrounded by elite talent and did not have an elite defense, he would be in big-time trouble. Trevor Lawrence, you're overrated. You need to go back to the lab. You need to get right. Your footwork in the pocket is sloppy. Your decision-making is poor. And you have been not very accurate this year. Let's move along. 
get around to my next hot take, the next hot take, I want to talk a little bit about why can't Dak Prescott get paid? I mean, listen, he retires Tony Romo. He retired him. He's been very good for the Cowboys. If you look at his numbers over his career starts, it's up there with the upper echelon players at his position in the NFL. Why can't Dak Prescott get paid? If I'm Dak, my number keeps going up and up and up. The better you play, the more millions you're going to have to pay. That would be my motto. It's just disappointing. It's disappointing to see. Quarterback playing well, up for a contract renewal, and he can't get paid. Why? Why is that? It's interesting. It's just interesting. So here's my hot take. Dak better ask for the whole deck when this season's over and accept nothing less. Show him the money. The guy is a very good quarterback. He's leading a high-profile franchise, and he just does everything right off the field. What more else can you ask for? Pay the man. Dak, ask for the whole deck and get your bread. That's my hot take. Let's move along. All of a sudden, there's a debate on who the top 2020 quarterback is in high school football. Rivals.com. They say, who's better? All of a sudden, Bryce Young has shot up the 247 rankings up to number four overall. I remember when he was in the 50s. I remember when he was in the 60s. Seems to me that somebody was right all along. Two years ago, somebody said Bryce Young was the best. Everybody looked at this somebody crazy. People talked to this somebody crazy. But that somebody just stayed pat, stood by what he saw and what he believed. And look, somebody seems like they were right. That somebody is me. Who's better? I'll let you guys be the judge. Everybody can have an opinion. I've stood on the table for Bryce Young for years. Now people are seeing what I have I saw a long time ago. Now people are saying Bryce is better. Well, everybody to each their own. Everybody has an opinion. But here's my hot take. All of a sudden, people want to debate. Two years ago, I made a bold statement and I stick by it. You guys are two years late. 247 Rivals.com. Sniff my dust. People know who the best scout in the country is. People know who the best is. They know. And that's all I got to say. Let's move along. Micah Parsons or Kenneth Murray? Listen, I'm partial to to Micah. Micah was part of our Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, initial academy class in 2015. He was a freshman. 2015, we brought the top 50 freshman 
high school players in the country to Philadelphia for some off-the-field education. Michael was a part of that group. I've been a big Michael Parsons fan for a really long time. Got a chance to visit him and his family in the 717. That's uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, a couple years ago. Both guys, Parsons and Murray, are really good football players. I tend to believe Murray is going to win the Buckus, though. He's older. I think his team is a little higher, more higher profiled. Micah has another year. He has to stay in college. He's a big time player. I think the Buckus is his to lose next year, but I think Murray wins it this year. Nevertheless, both guys are big time players. So here's my hot take. My hot take is this. Micah Parsons is as good a linebacker there is in the country. But since he has another year and he's on a, a, a less profiled team, Kenneth Murray wins the buckets this year as the nation's top linebacker. It's time to move along. Time to get to our one to watch. Time to get to my one to watch. I'm going back to Calabasas for my one to watch, man. I'm going with 2023 wide receiver, and it is crazy that they got two 2023 wide receivers that this that are this elite. But wide receiver Malachi Riley, six foot three, 170 pound wide receiver out of Calabasas High School, Malachi Riley, a fluid athlete with great size, a big catch radius, and a smooth route runner. Calabasas stacking up and loading up at the wide receiver position. Two weeks in a row, they win my one to watch. Malachi Riley, 2023 wide receiver from Calabasas High School, 6'3", 170 pounds. Congratulations, big fella. You're this week's Transparent Truth Sleeper of the Week. That about does it for today's show. Please tap into Friday's show. I'm going to be breaking down modern-day Bosco, position by position, and I'm going to lay it all out on the table for you, the fans to listen to and to make your own assessment. Thank you so much for joining me here on The Transparent Truth. Without further ado, there's a new sheriff in town and his name's Reggie Hammond. 